Go Light presents Murder Most Irish. Steven Spielberg with he the hat and that beard. To, he said to me he was going down to get you and he put, he was like, I haven't wanted to show Sarah my special look. So he put his hood he up put and put ha- the hat over Yeah, the and then he said, said he got to the gate and he went, uh, oh, I didn't think there'd be other people down here. You live in an apartment you complex. You live in an apartment complex with about six million yeah. children. There's a guy bringing in dominoes and he was just looking at two of us. But you know what, I'm glad because the other day when I was walking down in my dress, I was like, please don't have to bring anybody. And there was nobody in the green. Why didn't you want anybody to see you? Because kids all dress? shout at me. And then I have to put my earphones on and I can't hear them. Why do you have yellow hair? I did. I was out last night. Please and leave me um, alone. A kid was like, why do you have orange hair? Yeah, they love to say that And to I you. was like, uh, I just really like orange. That's why I always say I like yellow. And they go, so oh, why okay. don't you have a dad? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and they do this thing sometimes where I'm getting food. If I'm getting, like if I'm bringing my groceries or getting food and they're like, can I, can we have some? Oh. No, not oh. I remember the one time I was coming in and they tried to take fucking Diet Coke out of my bag. What? I was like, get the fuck. Those, they're gone now. That family's gone. Yeah. There were two of them and they were little shits. So the they kids were... on my road are terrified of me. That's good. They're a good way to have them. And Nikita always says, "Those the kids, mommy here, are really afraid of you. Yeah. Like, I do be like, get the fuck out of my game. Yeah, but you're right, though. Like, it's like, but yeah, the kids down there are grand. Don't get me wrong, but it is funny sometimes when you're walking up and they're like, can we have some pizza? And they're deadly serious. They're 100%. Can we have some pizza? Ah, fair play. I remember one of them asked Craig one time and he's just in Craig's face. What'd you say? He was so taken aback <laughs> and I was like, it's okay, Craig, keep walking. <laughs> I've no piercings in. Oh, did you have to take them all out? Well, I couldn't get a couple of them out. What did you take out? Oh, God. Look. That's mad. And this ear up here, I've got like a little growth on it. Oh. So Lady B is going to cut it off for me. Oh, God, you poor thing. Uh, That's the one that was pierced. It wasn't Lady B that did it, but the other person parallel pierced at a really funny angle. Such a weird angle. Are you just going to leave the piercing out now? Um... Am I going to leave the person out? I don't know. If I put a ring in it, it might be better. I don't know. I'll have to see. I'm not putting... I'd like a flat person in it and it's fucking killing yeah, me. Yeah, don't put that back in if it's sore. Um, sore. Yeah, I just realised that when I was scratching my ears, I was like, I've nothing. Well, I've like one... I've got this little... I don't know what this is called. A helix, is it? I think so, yeah. Uh, I've got a little helix still in and I've got tragus still in. Right. But everything else is out, right? Yeah, but put them back in now. Don't forget to put Oh, wait, them no, in. I haven't. I've got like a... What's this thing? Jeez, how many persons have I got? You've got a lot. That's what I'm saying. When you when you showed me, I was like, "Wow, oh, that's mad that they're all that's out." That's my here. Anyway, um, and were they okay with you getting into? Sarah just had an MRI, by the way. Are they okay with you getting in with those piercings? Yeah, because I rang, I messaged Lady B last night, and she had put all this jewelry in, and she was like, "It's all titanium, so it'll be fine." Oh, but they were saying that if I was getting head scan, it's actually more. So obviously, if it's metal, like a certain metal that's, that's like um, magnetic, well then that would be a problem. Right. But if it's not magnetic, that's not a problem. But if you're getting like a head MRI, it can mess with like the imaging. So oh, if I was getting my okay. MRI today on my pelvis and I have like a belly button piercing that in. That can fuck with or it. Or like a vaginal piercing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that could mess the image. Right, okay. Um, Which is you're But okay. I didn't have that. Is there an MRI? She's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Yeah, standard stuff. Yeah, I think it's fine. She was like, you need to empty your bladder. And I was like, all right, no problem. Pee-pee. Don't need to tell me twice. I can piss. I can piss on command. All the time. I can piss on command. Okay, so can I? 
I never have a problem with like whenever I'm in the doctor and they're like, like I need your ear and so I'm like, yeah, no matter. Yeah, no matter. <clears throat> I can just magic that. How do you mean a shy wet, a shy peer? Shy peer. Flavio is a shy peer when he's not at home, and if a shy pooper. Oh, Graham's a shy pooper. Graham will only poop in the house. Yeah, like he said, and he, his mom's house. He was back in the office for one day this week. And he couldn't hear me. Tell him my, sh- my boyfriend's shit stories. Anyway, he was back in the office for one day and he was like, I couldn't. I just couldn't. Do you remember there was an entire I episode shit anywhere. of Oprah Winfrey that was just with Dr. Oz, obviously. It was just about bowel movements. Yeah, and he did that thing where he told people that if your poop makes a noise and it hits the toilet, that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And like doctors were like, uh, you know, something that's really fucked up and weird. Oprah's done an amazing amount of stuff and you can't take away from the fact that she's an incredible, awesome, amazing human being. Bit of a snake oil salesman when you look back at it. Oh, Oprah's done some terrible things. Yeah, like when you look back at it, like she champion Dr. Oz and now look at us champion Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil like a bit of us and she had that guy that Brazilian guy uh, St. John of God healer yeah like she was fully she believing. looks all at you and it was like you're kind of a lot of people are believing a lot of shit yeah. that's not real here now you know but like, you can't take away from the fact that she's an incredible human being but well you can <clears throat> those three things just took away oh, from crap. the fact that she's oh, crap. An, oh, crap. not an amazing human being and she makes mistakes Emma I'm going to go to Dr. Oz and I'm going to say fix me I remember Dr. Oz in that episode and I remember this like this will tell you how much of an impact it had on me because I used to watch Oprah and I loved her yeah, and I believed everything she told me everything I was like Oprah's everything. the best I was like this must be a great book I and used then to go I get buy book books and be like book this is clubs. shy or I go well and I'm like I don't understand this I'm 12 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this book is about yeah. I'm 12 years old and she pulled out that meat wagon the fat yeah, wagon the fat with all her fat in it remember that guy that she had on the author who lied about his life um, no oh my god do you not remember this I'll get you his name. So anyway, he, while you're looking, I'm going to tell you about Dr. Oz. Tell me. In that episode, he said that sometimes when you go away, yeah, your body is like aware that you're in a different part of the world and you get like a shy bowel on the basis of it and it takes a number of days for it to become like literally used to the area you're in and then you shit normally. And I was what? like, and I used to think that was true. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like I get it because people, you don't want to disbelieve uh, Oprah. Oprah. Okay, so there's an author called James Frey um, and he wrote a book called A Million Little Pieces yeah. and he was on Oprah had him on the books on her show and was like we were going to put the so you if you Oprah put you in her book club you became an overnight sensation overnight you sold millions of copies you were in the New York Times best selling list or that Christmas list Oprah's yeah, Christmas Oprah's list. Christmas thing uh, they loved her but he met, wrote this book about uh, addiction and overcoming addiction and all these things that happened to him and this like really intense sad moving book and she was like I love you I think your book's amazing he lied about everything. <gasps> and then when it came out that he lied, he went back on the show and she destroyed him. Oh, really? She ripped him to shreds. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever get an opportunity to look at the interview. Not the interview. Why did he go back on the show? I don't know. I think he was trying to save his ass. To be like, this is why I lied. You lied because you wanted money, sir. That's why Could you he lied. Could he not just said this is like <clears throat> not a true story? No, he said it was real. He's like, this, this is my life. This is what happened oh. to me in my life. And then that's it's not over thinking that people wouldn't be like, yeah, that's uh, not your that's life. Not, I, he's my neighbor. I know that guy. He was one of the most famous yeah. people in the world. So when he went back on the show, um, she fucking inviscerated him. Like, and then people were like, I think she was a bit too mean. I was like, I don't think she was mean at all because he made her look like an idiot. Yeah. He made her look like a fool. All these people went out and bought this book under the pretense that Oprah was like, this is an amazing book and we love it. And then it was like, Oh my god. Madness. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Amanda Yeah. Hello. We're just Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm going to do that awards. properly. <laughs> you stupid, unprofessional bitch. Here, you know what I love? What? The other night when she, however she did my lips, I don't know how she did them. 
but I'm, I was looking at pictures and I was like, that's crazy. My lips don't look like that. If you let me look at the picture, I should be able I was to. Like, what the fuck has she got? I'm going to email her and be like, can you tell me what you used on my face, please? Well, she like, lined your lips. Well, like they just looked full, and I was like, uh, I was out last know? night, and someone said to me, Emma looked like a comic book picture. What they were saying, what they were trying to say, is that you look like a Liechtenstein. That's my dream. I know. I was like, she does. I just want to look like a Liechtenstein. And I said a Liechtenstein, and then they were like, who? And I was like, shut up. <laughs> Shouldn't get out of my presence. Um, but we're just back from the Irish Podcast Awards. Yeah, we came second we in came our category, in which means we, we didn't win. We did not win. <laughs> we did not win. My mom and dad are like, I'm so proud of you. I was like, for what? I was like, well, this is I the first no, time this award ceremony is on. I am proud of us. Now, I will say, right? I am very proud of us. I woke up the, the night of it because you're in it. You're in it. You're not really like thinking yeah. about it. You're just and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just getting on with it. And Colin was like triple fisting whiskey. Like Colin there was. was absolutely hammered drunk. Hammered. The funniest um, fucking thing. And the set, when I woke up the next morning, I was actually really proud of us. Mm. We were up against podcasts that were produced and created BBC. by the BBC. Yeah. And by RTE and by massive corporations because it's the British Broadcasting Corporation. I didn't hear it because you know the way they say. <coughs> Excuse me. Is it only when people won that the, they said what the judges said about the. Yeah. So they only it's only when you oh, got okay. gold where they were like blah blah. Mm. But we had a great night. It was good crack. Um, we got very drunk. Yeah, I didn't think I was drunk, but I then the next hammered. day I was like, oh, I have a hangover. I was hammered, like assy hammered, like I was. And how I know I was hammered is I could walk in those shoes. Because I wasn't thinking about it. Oh. So when I'm sober and I'm wearing those heels, I'm thinking about every step that I take. Mm. But when I'm, I'm hammered, I'm like, it's fine. God will take me. Um, but yeah, it was a good night. We had a good time. I'm really proud of Sarah and Colin. I'm really uh, proud of you. They looked amazing and they did amazing. And we should be very proud of ourselves. Um, Silver, yeah. man. Silver's crazy. Silver's crazy. Like, the thing about it is, and then the Witness podcast got bronze in our category. And then they won Everything. 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 So that's why I was like, I don't really get. That's very weird that they didn't give they didn't give them the true crime award because I was like, they won everything, which they fucking should have mm. because that podcast is phenomenally well done. Um, so Nicholas Talent is amazing, and that gentleman that was involved in the podcast, I hope he's doing well. Um, like, because that like when you think about it, they did a podcast with somebody that is on a witness protection. on a fucking hit list, like yeah. And it was so There well was done. some podcasts that like I'd never heard of that when they got up and spoke about what they did, I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. Um, like, but yeah, just just to say, I'm going to be very uh, uh, industrial when I say this. Congratulations to everybody and all the winners. And you were all lovely. And don't you all have lovely bums? But this little guy. Um, but yeah, it was great crack. And thanks to everybody. Oh my God, man. Thanks so much to everybody on Instagram. I'm sure Twitter too, who are being so fucking lovely. Yeah, our Twitter and our Instagram. the whole night. Like, being like, we're so proud of you. Like, I felt like there was so many people that were saying it to us. And I was like, oh, it's like my mom saying it or something. Like, yeah. Not that you're, I don't mean you're like my mom, but it's just that kind of feeling of like, the, you know, people were like, we're so proud of you. And we're so, it's so happy to see you kind of get where you're, going um so thank you to everybody you're so fucking kind yeah no thank, thank you. you so much it felt like lovely to just felt so nice to yeah. see all these people that were like we yeah, really yeah. hope you win or like Big you should have won and, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or like and second in a category like my brother-in-law <coughs> messaged me and <coughs> I he's a big podcast listener he does not listen to our podcast and he was like second in that category for your little podcast is phenomenal and he was like Anya's beat the overall winner so yeah. he's kind of won right Colin kept saying we yeah, won no. the winner we won the winner um, but yeah so just to say thank you um, we had a very very nice time and we had the balance 
We had the best time. Thanks, guys. We had the crack. We had the laughs. We had the lols. Um, what was Colin saying? We have to go through some things. To do housekeeping. So we should do housekeeping. Um, and I have to go through what this week's episode on the Patreon is. Yeah, and we're just to let you know with regards to the merch, I'm moving us to Redbubble because I cannot get anybody to help yeah, someone me. Someone yesterday messaged me to be like, how do I buy merch? And I was yeah. like, we, um, don't we don't know. We can't get, so um, we're going to move to Redbubble. Uh, do Flavie. you want me to do that? No, Flavia's going to do it. He's oh, okay. it all set up anyway, so he's going to help us, so we'll be moving. So this week's Patreon, uh, we have a vloggy vlog or a vlog. Vlog. A vlog. These two are killing me with the vlog. I can't <laughs> deal with it. Like... Uh, so we have a vlog or a vlog or a vlog um, and the vlog is about the award show so yes. I took some videos Emma took some videos Colin took some videos the ladies in rum toffee are on the video Elaine who did our makeup is on the video um, there also is some other vlogs or vlogs up there so Electric Picnic is up there and the New York tour they're all old ones but Colin just told me to remind you then we've got the standard MMI episode which is just me and Emma having a chitty chat we've got the mailbag and we have what, what did I write MMA AMA Oh, AMA. Ask, ask me ours. Ask me ours. And then we've got Flavio's existential corner. Yes. Um, and we are getting back into the swing of like doing a regular episode. Me and Emma are going to go do a drive this week yeah. um, to get some stuff up. And then if anybody has any other ideas, I'd really like to do Desert Island Discs. We did that already. No, no we, we didn't. didn't. We just, it was like a question. It was a question. And I'd really like to do Last Meals. Okay, so well, let's do, do it. Desert Island Discs and maybe like Desert Island Eats. Yeah, I like it. Let's do um, that. Like what you yeah, d- if any, I know Sarah said, if anybody has any ideas, Sarah, this is why Sarah does this because I can't do this because I immediately go, ha don't give us money, goodbye. Yeah, and so, then um, what I will say is we do have a Patreon and I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you want to support us, it would be really nice if you can and if you can't support us, that's cool because you still get a free it. episode and don't, don't worry, about worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because we know there's a cost of living crisis and the UK is struggling. Uh, do we have any mail not mailbag uh, housekeeping actually I do have something to say um, it's quite somber um, last no a couple of days ago maybe about five six days ago uh, we got a message from a lovely girl named Danny to let me know let me and Sarah Jane know and Colin that one of the people that has been a co- complete supporter of our podcast when I say from day one I think the day after we put up our Instagram page she followed us um, unfortunately a, a lovely person who we know called Lisa uh, passed away and it's horrible and sad and we were all really shook up about it um, we made a post about her on our Instagram if you want to go have a look at that but just to say that to Lisa's family I don't know if any of them listen to them I know a lot of Lisa's friends listen to this podcast just to say we are so unbelievably sorry, sorry for your loss like you have no idea me and Sarah were so shook by this like the two of us couldn't we didn't know what to do Um, we just want to say we're thinking of you all and we're thinking of Lisa's family because I can't un- begin to imagine how difficult this is for them like I don't even it doesn't quantify Uh, she left behind two lovely ki- children and we're thinking of them too but yeah just to say Lisa was incredible she was one of the kindest sweetest people she went out of her way to let us know how much she loved our podcast yes she was lovely <clears throat> she was on our Patreon she was just so fucking supportive to a fault like she was so good um, you know and I'd only been talking to her a couple of days before her, her, her passing so just to say yeah we will miss her and very very all our love and, and, and sympathy to her family and friends so. and if you need to talk yeah Please talk to somebody. Please talk to somebody. 
Um, but yeah, so that's all I just wanted to say because we didn't get a really get a chance because there was no episode last week because my body is trying to murder me. I've been so sick, so and Collie was sick as well. So um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. Was there anything else we had to talk about? I can't remember. No, I don't think. Anyway, so. I think that's everything. Um, well, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Yeah, Emma was really sick. I was really sick. Colin I'm was sorry. Really I'm so and sorry. I didn't get it. Sarah didn't get it, which is uh, a miracle. My immune system is not as messed up. Yeah, as my it immune system is. is in the shitter. But I'm taking my iron. I'm taking my vitamin D. I'm taking something else. Oh, uh, revive. <gasps> revive. Active. I'm taking revive. Uh, none of it's working. Which color sachet? Uh, vitamin, vitamin C. So the, the orange, orange one. Ones. That's the only one that I can. Stop. The rest of them are on, and even at that, I can taste. The med- like you know the way you can taste that medicine I taste? like that taste in that orange one I hate it and I'm just like I do this thing where I hold my nose and I just drink it down mm-hmm. um, but yeah oh also just to say I don't know if Elaine's going to start listening to the podcast we just want to say Yay! thank you so much to Elaine Cruz who did our makeup for the podcast awards I know we keep saying this but like she is the fucking nicest person she also she was, was like a genius because I don't know how I looked genius. the way I looked like when she was doing our makeup I was like this is crazy how is she doing this she's so talented She her name on Instagram is one so the number one and then Miss Cruz M-I-S-S-C-R-U-Z if you want to use go do get your makeup done by her she does weddings she does everything she's phenomenally talented and she's so beautiful she, she is, is so beautiful the whole time she was doing my makeup I was oh, just, just like, like you're so pretty you're she's got big doll eyes and beautiful lips she's stunning yeah stunning she's got the best cheekbones I've oh, ever seen she's just so beautiful um, and such a lovely down to earth kind person so yes if you want to get your makeup done for something and go to Elaine she's brilliant because uh, honest to god I do not look like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is what I look like yeah well I think you look very this pretty all the time the, uh, you make me I'm really in. envious of what I'm beautiful a face. mess shut your mouth I'm a mess you're ugly and cunt. I have my period again yeah she's oh <laughs> I was actually laughing yesterday Emma sent me a message that just it was a voice note and she was like I've got my period again <laughs> again and I was in the car oh, and my gosh. phone was connected no! to was Graham there yeah. oh poor Graham well he hates and it and Graham was like if anybody knows this <laughs> reference there's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where the, the boys find Dee's online vlog oh yeah sad girl sad girl and Graham was like that is a sad girl 27 yeah. I have like, my period again <laughs> I just, I'm not, lads, not going well. My body is uh, shutting down, shutting down. Um, yeah, I think that's everything we had to talk about. That's the end of this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. There's no story. No story. Um, we didn't have time. We're at the podcast awards. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, Colin, I actually was going to do my story, but then Colin said, no, we're doing this instead, because apparently he told people we're doing that this this week. Do we want to record a story as well? No. I have a story done for next week, so you're off the hook. Oh, okay. So, um people Colin asked people on our Facebook page it's not our Facebook page by the way just want to say that <laughs> it's yeah it's not ours it's not it's ours like a fan I think Facebook people are confused somebody yeah I think people off. think it's like not our somebody, Facebook page the beautiful the lovely Rosie, Rosie and a lovely girl called Holly who I was talking to during the week who's a sweetheart as well and I know there's a couple of other people who I don't know the names of I'm very sorry if anybody wants to let me know but those lovely ladies set up our Facebook uh, Facebook page for us where they get everybody who listens to the podcast talks on it um, so thank you so much Rosie and Holly and I know there's other people I don't know their names so apologies uh, but I know Colin asked people to ask us questions are we doing a full ask my there, arse there is 16 questions Ooh. are you ready I'm ready strap in what's the story with that stupid cunt from Ballyfermot <laughs> why is she so awful to Emma all the time <laughs> Don't you think she should be nicer to Emma? No. So Tanya Evers. About my ma. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Evers Jordan. Uh, this is our first question. Asked, what would Sarah Jane and Emma's dream job be? 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Honestly. Honestly. I say no job. <laughs> my dream job was to never work. That's, I've hit the point in my life. Like, I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'd love to do this. This is my dream job. And now I'm like, I, if I could just not work and live my life or even this just do this full so my, time like honestly I love doing this and I love being I love having like a creative outlet yeah and I think one of the things and I think honestly anybody who knows me personally Sarah doesn't last very long in jobs <laughs> like I have had so many jobs um, and that's not because I'm deeply miserable I am deeply miserable in those jobs, but it's because I have no creative outlet and, yeah. and my background is like to be quite creative. It gets stifling after a while. So I think, honestly, when I was a kid, I would have said like a rock star, a singer. Yeah, like, like I had tons an of artist. jobs. Yeah, that I would have been like, like and oh, I, no, I, at no point was I ever like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a hairdresser. No, I mine be a was like, um, mine was like, I want to be a rock star yeah. or I want to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, what was yours when you were a kid? I had... So my first job that I really wanted uh, from a very young age was very telling about me is I wanted to be a psychologist. Ooh. I really wanted to be a psychologist because I read this book when I was really young and the main character in it was a psychologist. Once again, I'm pretty sure this is an Oprah book Ooh. that I didn't understand fully when this woman was a psychologist. Yeah. But she was a psychologist, but also like in law. Oh. So she was like solving things with her psychology and I was obsessed with her. Uh, that was the first one. And then the second dream job was a music journalist. Which was something that I really, really wanted. I to wanted do. to be for a very short period of time, but a very extent, like intense moment. I wanted to be a politician. I get that. I could. I get, um, totally get that. And then I got asked not to attend an <laughs> assembly where uh, Mary Her- Mary Harney was that her name mm-hmm. was coming to like give a speech. I got asked to not attend the assembly in school. Why? Because they thought I disrupted. You're like, yeah, fuck a god. Yeah, I'm um, like, eh, you stupid. Um, so then I was like, no, I don't want to be a politician because that's not fair. Also, it's quite restrictive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's quite like there's a standard of a person you have to be when you're a politician. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently. I don't know. A lot of them get, are getting away with a lot of shit. So. Yes. But I do think I was, uh, there's this girl that I follow on Instagram and she puts up this thing where she was like, ask me whatever you want. And somebody wrote into her, like she's not an influencer or everything. She has a job. Mm. And somebody wrote into her like, you know, what's your dream job or what you want to do in the future? And she was like, she was like, honestly, five years ago, if you asked me this question, I would have given you some long winded answer with all these things. She was like, right now, I want to have enough money to feed my kid, uh, buy the things I want, pay my bills and eat. Yeah. She's like, that's all I want. Yeah. I just want to be content. She was like, this idea of, because we've been, because it's, unfortunately, it's capitalism. We've been fed this idea that you're meant to have a dream job. And it's like, it's not really a thing. Like, no. that's all just capitalism, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, when she said that, I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I just, wanna... I love to, like, we, me and Emma have spoken in the past two weeks, great, like, at length about being able to do this permanently and yeah. full time. Um, and one because it is incredibly difficult to make the time to get to yeah, do this yeah, yeah. Um, as I'm sure you guys are all equally as frustrated because you all have jobs as well like yeah, you understand you, you guys all have jobs um, but yeah I just I, I don't do you know what I don't want to do work so hard at making other people money yeah. and unfortunately that is and that's literally life. what I do and that's, that's what life. you do yeah. like um, but I think and it, that's what Colin does yeah. but um, yeah for me my dream job as a kid, I've said it, my dream job now is essentially what that woman said. Like, I want to be in a position where, or in a job or doing something that, like, satisfies me and makes me content and I feel like I'm actually 
doing something yeah. and that like sustains me I don't want to live in a big mansion I don't want to be a multi-millionaire no, I, have no I just want to like have a life where I can pay my bills pay for my family and yeah not be so I'd love to just not be so stressed all the time yes yeah like work my job is incredibly yeah. stressful your yeah. job is incredibly stressful I think that's what it is and I think as I said like you, we're all fed this idea of how we're meant to live our lives I'm, the company meant. I work for is like very much like they're like, <clears throat> work hard play hard yeah 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 and, and I'm like, just oh. like I don't have any interest in anymore and the older I get the more I'm like I don't want to be 60 65 and go all I did was just worry about work and yeah. what I have and how much money I've got to make and blah 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 like I have weeks where I'm broke it happens I have weeks where I'm like ah oh, fuck I have a penny but I'm getting paid next week it's okay I mean I'm not starving I'm not dying I you know and once I'm comfortable and I'm okay and I have my friends and the people like my family and the people I love around me I really don't give a fuck man like I've gone I've gone past this dream job thing it's gone I don't yeah. have it and it's completely gone like I'm just like and I think as well, for people our age, millennials, we're very jaded. We've just seen so much shit happen and we've seen so much awful crap happen. And we've, we're living in a time, especially when we were growing up and even to now, where everything is pretty much awful. We're also living in a time where like everything is, if not everything, most things are unavailable to yeah. us. Like, yeah. can't afford to buy a house. No. Can't get a mortgage. No. And like, uh, we're just, we've gotten to the point where we're jaded. We're just yeah, like... Yeah. I just, I just want to survive. I just want to, want, like, to me, like, happiness, I know this sounds so lame, it's just getting up in the morning and going and getting a cup of tea and a muffin with someone and hanging out with people and it's not this, like, gotta make 50 grand, like, this shit, I can't live yeah, my, like that those is, people I can't on, live my like, life like that. that Garvey guy, you ever see that Garvey guy? No. It's like this, like, guy from the States, he's, like, a multi-millionaire um, and he, he comes from, like, one of those families, he hasn't, he had nothing. Yeah. Um, and he does like his everything I ever see him talking about and he he's quite like there's he's it's quite odd because I always think if I worked for him would I feel the same way about his videos like is he actually living and breeding the like shit that he's spewing in yeah, his videos yeah a lot of the time no um, you know it's like that Tony Robinson's nonsense yeah. um, but it's this thing where he's like today's generation they're not looking for like a nine to five. No. They don't want that. They want, it's dead. they know that they can like be a content creator, mm-hmm. like figure out how to do Google ads. Like they know that they can make, so they're not looking for like a 75K yep. annual salary. They know, but it is, I think it is that thing where that generation and our generation are very much just kind of like, I don't have this like aspirational dream of like I want to build the next Windows or I want to be no. the next Steve Jobs or no. I want to be and it's great that there are people like that because we need people that are going to feed that and give that you know we have to keep creating and making yeah stuff. but we don't need capitalism no. and it's not me that ain't me friend and I, I think the last episode we spoke like I was speaking about like I think I got real deep about like capitalism and like today's like society and like how that's become like the new big thing but like um, yeah I just want to the same as you. you shouldn't be happy, like my favorite thing to do is just to hang around, like laugh. Yeah, just have the like crack. just sit around and like, like talk ha- and yeah. make jokes and mm-hmm. laugh. I have no interest. I think people who take their life serenities, like there were some people in that podcast awards, and there was an awful lot of people at that podcast awards. In fact, there was only us on our side <laughs> of the room who just like we were there to have Having fun. The like, why would you not want to come to this event and and be like, I probably never get to come here again. Yeah, let's have fun. Let's have fun. Like, yeah, because even in my job, sometimes the people that I work with are lovely, like, they're great. Um, but you can see that there's that. I, I, it's not that I don't have ambition. I have ambition, but I don't have ambition of making you millions of euro. That's not my ambition. 
my ambition is not to get up in the morning and be like gee whiz I can't wait to go make my managers richer yeah yeah I feel really good about myself yeah. my ambition is to go in and do my job from 9 to half 5 and come home my ambition like, is my slightly ambition. Like, different it's similar to you but the, like obviously in my role I'm I've, I'm ahead of yeah my mission is always like to have fun yeah and even though I work in like what's considered a quite a serious role and it's super responsible and there's like can be really demanding my my ambition is always that like the people that work for me or with me will be like I really like working <coughs> I enjoy, with Sarah Jane I enjoy it yeah yeah and yeah. she like sees me as a person and yeah. she listens to me and she'll always like tell me the truth like that's my only ambition yeah, I get that and I think that like that's that should be most like if and that's unfortunately that's not the case most people I've ever worked for it's like to manipulate you to get you to do shit for yeah. them um, rather than be honest and be like listen I know this is crap but like we gotta get this done and this is the date we need to do it yeah. do you want me to like micromanage you while you're doing it or can I like is there any help you need yeah I think stuff like that <laughs> so lame because I'm not being realistic but stuff like that kills my soul oh yeah it kills, kills my, my soul, soul. It's like, well, this people, like I blank out when people start using ma- management terms to me I'm just my brain yeah. is just like I, I don't I, care like, I, nothing's happening here like I've never in the history like and it's done me well to this it probably like will burn me but like I literally tell everybody around me like here listen we ain't saving anybody's life no this we're not, not saving uh, lives this isn't the this most is important thing you're going to do this is not the production of insulin that will yeah. end like we're, we're not saving this is lives not the people. most important thing you're ever going to do in your no, life but this is the deadline can you get it done by then cool do you need help awesome yeah like that's it that's all you can um, do and that for me yeah yeah we've gone on a tangent now we're lazy cunts the end yeah we don't want to work thank you for your question Tanya someone in the lotto numbers <laughs> Um, Tele Petters Patterson said if you could own any animal as a pet what would you get and what would you name it oh I like this one like any animal in the world I can't think do I want an exotic animal I don't want an exotic animal I am very lazy so my thing is like the less clean up the better so I have cats you know what I mean because mm. dogs you gotta walk what the fuck is a dream animal I don't know. I know what Colin would say. What? A monkey. A monkey? Thousand percent. The amount of monkey videos that are being sent to my DMs on Instagram is astounding. <laughs> Every day, a new monkey video. He's obsessed with monkeys. I know he would say monkey. I can't think of what I want. I don't know. Oh, I... This is so lame. I would like another cat, but I'll tell you what type of cat I would like. I would like a Scottish fold. Oh my God, yes. I would like a Scottish fold... Um, kitten I really would but they're very expensive and I don't want another cat I know that's such a lame answer because you pick any animal in the world but any animal I'm thinking of I'm like that's a lot of clean up I don't want to be doing this like a horse I no. like a British bulldog Oh. Um, I have an old English bulldog and I have a French bulldog I'd love a British bulldog but they come with loads of health complications yeah. and um, they're in bits they are like God loves them from inbreeding yeah um but I also would look like if I had if I had a, if I had a house like your man's with land on the back yeah I'd have alpacas oh an alpaca that's yeah. a great one yeah I'd have like three alpacas that's a really good one alpacas are amazing um, and I'd have a goat oh a little goat um yeah so I'd have three alpacas I'd have a goat um I'd probably have a pig 
A pigs are cute. Um, pigs are great. The only thing I, that would like put me off for of having it, and especially like on land, is that the mice and the rats. Yeah. That are attracted by the food, and I'd have chickens. I'd take in. Yeah. Like I'd love to take rescue chickens from yeah. battery farms. Um, chickens are great. My my cousin. I'm really lucky. I've got three dogs that I love. Yeah, I know, but I'm th- thinking. I'm trying to think if I'd want any other animal. I don't think I would because I'm very lazy. And I, I'd love a chinchilla. I'd love loads of animals. Chinchillas would be amazing as well. Yeah, They're remember adorable. that guy, that tattoo artist in Dublin that has a beaver. Oh, Herman or a chipmunk. His uh, chipmunk, yeah. Her is it a chipmunk? Her name is Sandy, um, which is a great name. Um, yeah, so that would be mine. I know mine's such a lame answer. I'm sorry. I've loads. I take in loads. If I'd land like your mom's, I'd have like rescue animals. Yeah, I know your mom has a horse. She's horse at the back. Yeah, I wouldn't have a horse. Too much. Too much work. Um, Telly, thank you so much also for your question. Dumb. Rebecca Morley said, have you heard what's going on in the Belfast case with Noah Donahoe? Would love to hear your thoughts. Noah Donahoe, Colin has Nora, but I presume it's Noah Donahoe he's talking about. So, That's the, a little boy, isn't it? A little boy that was uh, found, found naked. naked and dead. I know that there's tons of conspiracy theories coming up now because his mother has said, his mother has said that she does not believe he was murdered. She says, end cruel rum- yeah. rumours over my son Noah. So she's like, I don't believe he that was That was August, murdered. she said it. Yeah. And then I know that people are putting stuff up online saying like they think that it's like some sort of paedophile ring or something. And that they think that he was murdered. And apparently there's some politicians saying that they also believe that there's foul play involved in his death. But the police are saying there's no foul play. But I don't still fully understand what happened to this little boy. The the thought process behind it is that he was on his bike and he fell and he hit his, head, his head and he got a traumatic head injury. Right. Got really, really confused. And took off his clothes. Took off his clothes. Couldn't figure out where he was. Um and then ended up like dying in like a drain sewer. Oh Um His poor mother. That is the thought process around it. And you get like I understand why people have gone straight down the route of like he was clearly murdered. Yeah. Because he left his home on his bike. He's 14 years of age. And, he's and found how did he end up in a... In a ditch, in a ditch naked. naked um, yeah. And was seen cycling his bike naked. naked. Um, I think the bit that always gets me, that makes me think that like everything I've just said is the truth, is that he was seen cycling his bike That's naked. And there was nobody following him. He or wasn't like... He was just seen cycling his bike him. naked. He wasn't running away from but anybody. this is going to be one of these cases now that people are going to take and run with on the internet because it doesn't really make sense as to what happened yeah in this in the way that you know it's like why was he naked why was he like you know that kind of way it's like the eliza lamb thing as opposed to people being like that girl was bipolar and had an episode and got into a tank and died they're like the hotel was haunted and she was seeing ghosts because we want to believe that this is what's happening whereas unfortunately a family have lost their son and she has actively asked, asked people to stop. stop making up shit about her dead kid on the fucking internet mm. and of course no we're just going to sit on fucking reddit and write posts about the fact that this child was, an ap- was attacked by a paedophile ring like, what are you talking about stop yeah, she so has, the, and like, always... if anything it would be the mother that would be like I need more what happened here yeah. but she's like I believe that this is what happened to my yeah. son um, so yeah that case is beyond sad like beyond sad but you know what tragic like, I was up in my auntie's last night delivering flowers and a get well soon card because she was in her daughter's house last week and was walking to get like a drink had two glasses in her hand and her runner caught like she didn't lift her foot fully and her runner like got caught on the laminate floor 
and she like fell and she now has 47 stitches in her arm. Which auntie? Manticora. Sarah. She has 47 stitches inside her arm. She cut her arm so deep. She has 47 stitches on the outside of her arm. 42 stitches on the outside of her arm. And then her fingers are all stitched and her wedding Sarah, finger. Sarah, what the fuck? Um, because the way she fell, the glass just went like, Everywhere. and she was like millimeters away from a major artery. And the only thing that like saved her is that Lorraine's partner, Kieran, is like fully first aid trained. Oh, so he was able to stop the bleeding. He put on a tourniquet. She calls him Magic Mike now because he had to uh... rip his t-shirt off. So he ripped his t-shirt off and put like a proper tourniquet on her because he knows what he's doing. Um, but in Mullingar Hospital, they were like, you were like inches less than inches millimeters away from death so accidents and really freak accidents happen happen they do and unfortunately i I do think that like it can be like this one sounds terrifying because it's your 14 year old son that's left on his bike and to think that that he died confused and and alone and scared and and couldn't figure out what's going on with him it's beyond tragic what we've just said also means that people should stop perpetuating yeah. this lie and making that woman's life more like difficult. Like her life is already difficult. It's also like the conspiracy theory is wrapped up in racism. Because oh. t- he's he's a, a child of colour. Oh, he's a child of colour, okay. Um, of, in Northern Ireland, predominantly white, who historically has not treated people of colour yeah. really, really well. Um, so... Yeah, like, I do think... I get the want to want to, like, be like, oh, there was something more here. And that can't be just what happened someday but it, that your 14-year-old yeah, leaves. Yeah, and it's like, that's not fair on these people because your conspiracy... Like, we're doing this podcast where we talk about real people. We talk about the deaths and murders and attacks and horrible, 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 horrible things that happen to human beings. beings with families and friends and they have to live every single day with the knowledge that the person that they love is gone and in a tragic horrific way but you have to talk about these things with respect and you like, also have to there are definitely 100% there's cases where like the conspiracy theory makes more sense so Terence Wheelock is a really if you want to go and like represent a family that are actually saying how my son died is wrong is wrong and it's not what's been like reported yeah. um, but this woman has said my son didn't die in any like there was no malice I believe the police um, I believe it was just a tragic accident yep. and I can't like please stop talking about my child on the fucking internet yeah. like he is a pawn in some weird game that you're all playing on Reddit stop it yeah um, good question thank you so much for your question um, Rebecca is it Rebecca no yes Rebecca so Miriam Otuma I want to say said are the black dots under Emma's eyes tattoos or makeup oh they're makeup they're makeup they're not real She's got black dots tattooed on I her eyelids. On my eyelids, they're real, but the ones that I put under my eye are not real. Oh, makeup. Apparently, she won't commit to the one on her no, face, but she's I got her eyelids tattooed. I think tattooed. in my eyelids, it's like because I can go like that and you can't see them. Because your eyes are open. Yeah. They're open all the time. Why am I walking around like this? <laughs> um, whereas them being on my face, I just can't. Plus, also, sometimes I don't want to have them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, they're, it's all smoke and mirror, baby. Smoke Yeah, they're not real, Miriam. I'm not that bad. Uh, five. From somebody. From me. Why is Emma such a bitch? <laughs> also, will Emma ever acknowledge the truth about how we met? I do acknowledge the truth about how we met. We met through Gar. On the internet. No! You get me on the internet. We met through Gareth on the internet. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible question. It was the worst question. Someday I will acknowledge it, I promise. Uh, Abby J said, what's the best gig you've ever been to? Woo! I have a couple. 
So I have one. The question is What's the best Not what's the bestest Not how many gigs Have you been to That you loved And they were as good As each other I can't pick one Um, I've been to so many fun gigs You know when you've been To so many gigs And you're like I can't remember Half of the fucking shit That I've been to Oh man what the fuck Uh, Incubus No I think mm, My bloody valentine It's a toss up Okay it's a toss up Can you think of one Can you think of one I I do you have one? I have loads. So I've loads too. I can't. Um, I can't think. I can't. There, do you know when you go to a gig but and just the energy is right? Yeah, the energy and the crack and the like. It's a good vibe. Like for I've, me, I've been to so many gigs. The vibe was shite. Like yeah, Queens of Stone Age and garbage. Um, one. Uh, it's hard to like be like this is the best gig I've ever been to. Oh, I'll be back. But one of the gigs that I enjoyed more than anything else and I had fun and it was amazing and it was like Good everything laugh. I wanted to be was the Chemical Brothers yeah Chemical Brothers is a great fucking I great would go see the Chemical Brothers oh, sorry, tomorrow gonna kill me. Uh, um, but it's a very very close second with My Bloody Valentine in okay. the uh, but they're two very different things that, yeah I think probably for me I'm going to say Every Time I Die in Fibbers <gasps> that was years ago um, just because it was one of the most like High energy kind of Curb Dog was that for me in Fibbers. Oh, Curb Dog, yeah. Curb Dog and was a fucking Fibbers gig. is a great place when you can get a good gig. Death there, is like. a fuck. Death. Death. You will leave Fibbers fully with tinnitus. Like yeah. you will be like or tinnitus, however you pronounce it. You'll, you'll be like on your arse after it, I swear. But I think, yeah, every time I die in Fibbers a couple of years ago, it's probably one of the best gigs I've ever been to. So. The Haunted in Eamon Dorrance. <clears throat> oh my god, Eamon Dorrance. Remember Eamon Dorrance? Yeah, and they used to like have little bands on. Did I seen the Dillinger Escape Plan in Eamon Oh Dorrance. my god, I saw Dillinger Escape Plan. They were great too. But I'm not and they were them. amazing. Um, right. They're gone now. Catatonia? Not the Welsh one? No, I don't like Catatonia. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were like unbelievably good. Can I pick one? You said I couldn't pick one. But I picked two ish. Fuck a bitch. Catwalk um, Runner is, is, is on top. It's on top. Uh, so thank you so much, Abby. Abby J, that's her name. Ashley McCrudden. Oh, this is a long way, a long one. I hope. I'm hoping it's not too harrowing addressing what happened in Dublin recently. It has really affected me so much that I cry when I see the victims' photos. I don't know how I would address it to an audience because I think I'd only cry too much. So I understand if it's not mentioned, but the whole of Ireland is heartbroken, most of us anyway. So maybe my question is, how do you prepare for harrowing stories like Savita and how do you unwind after? Um, I believe that Ashling is talking about the death of... Um, the three children. Three siblings. Uh, the in, Cash family. In Tala. In Tala. That has, uh, I've not stopped thinking about that uh, because it's horrific and I don't understand. I don't understand how that happened. Um, I do know that uh, obviously the person is in custody, custody for their murder. Um, I, I can't even begin to fathom what these people have been through. And I'm the same whenever I see the photos, I have to click off and I'm like, I can't look at this. Just to see a little girl in her communion outfit and you're like, oh. anyway. Um, dealing with harrowing stuff, sometimes I think when you're writing it, because you're writing something, you're like, I have to get the facts, the information. I need to have a proper story. So you write it. And then when you sit down and you read, read it, it, that's when it's like the fucking floodgates open because you're like, I'm telling, you're telling someone this terrible thing that happened. It kind of becomes slightly clinical when you're writing it. I know a lot of journalists say that as well when they're writing horrific shit. You do have to do. You have to so, kind of shut your brain off. Um, I'm not a journalist by any means. But they're and like we're not interviewing people, Mm-mm. but you are looking for 
all of the potential like you're looking for the story yeah and you're looking for like the potentiality of like what's the, <clears throat> what's the thing I need to know here which means that I need to like look for like a really difficult question that was asked by like a journalist um, and it does become really clinical it is and I, I find that when I'm writing stuff I just shut my brain off I have to um, no, I do I can't because you, get, I, you won't get through it yeah so I'd be the same as Emma but I struggle with then like winding down yeah. at night especially if so I in the beginning when I didn't think about my mental health and just thought like I could do this I, I would like sit up and listen to like podcasts about her or I'd be like reading or I'd be watching a documentary about yeah. whatever I was like looking at to like write story on and then I was like struggling to like sleep properly yeah um so now I don't now I do it like as early as I can in the day yeah I set aside time for it which can be really difficult I sometimes do it in work because I feel like not whilst I'm working but like I'll set time aside um and I might stay and work till like seven o'clock at night in my office by myself because I sometimes feel like my brain is like well this is still work yes keep going um but then it's that thing of like when you read it out and there has been you've heard it's right we cry um but there has been ones like in particular where I can't explain why there's like one sentence in it that I just cannot get through set you off like like and then you're like and and that's the thing as I was saying earlier like I hope I I have this thing where morally I find some of what true crime people do quite difficult in the sense that we're talking about real people yeah and we're talking about when we say a name that person has a family that person has a friend that person has a lineage they have an entire life outside of this story that we're telling so sometimes I find it quite difficult um, to when I'm doing the story I'm like I have to remember that this is a human being and you have to remember it's a human being but like I think when we're doing um really really sad ones you do get to a point even when you're finished the, the episode that I'll just sit down and listen to music that's usually what I do I just put music on my google home and i just sit there and listen to it because i can't like it does affect you man and i didn't think it would affect you that much mm. but it does affect you um especially anything about kids and i constantly do fucking kids stories and then i'm like why did i do this um but yeah also ashling it's okay that this thing that happened in tala makes you upset that be upset be angry you're not you don't have to apologize for ever feeling that way because they're real fucking people man like up the road from us do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but thank you so much for your question Ashling. Uh Naomi Walker said uh, he said what's your favourite drink to get down yes Sarah and I are the same gems and ginger and lime. lime every time baby gems and ginger and lime it goes down like a dream it's smooth it as motherfucker get fucked up sponsor us sponsor us please Jameson give us a free whiskey Jameson ginger and lime please sponsor us uh, um, my all time favourite drink is a Jameson ginger yep. and lime but I really do like a porn star martini you that do that does not have champagne she doesn't like the champagne shot so She's last night I had two yesterday I had two porn star martinis I had one in Roberta's oh, oh my god it was heavenly delicious oh my god and did you drink the champagne no, they didn't, they didn't come with champagne. Oh, and it didn't have champagne in it. Very good. And then I had one in Sheehan's besides Stevens Green. What was that like? Fucking muck. Really? It was like cheap cava. Ooh. It was rotten. I do like um, a whiskey sour as well. Oh, I love a whiskey sour. The Lincoln Inn, across from the National Gallery in Ireland, does the nicest whiskey sour I have ever had in my life. If you're ever down that way. What do they put in it? I don't fucking know. Crack. It's funny that you like a whiskey sour because it's got egg whites in it. I. You think that I would be like that? It's so like if you're ever down that way. Beside no, I love the, an, an, a whiskey sour. Delicious. I love an old fashioned. Yeah, 
Um, I also love a strawberry daiquiri. I know that oh makes me very God, basic. I love very a strawberry basic, daiquiri. very lame, but I fucking love a strawberry Did daiquiri. Somebody, uh, where was I? In? Oh, the day I came back from holidays, got a strawberry daiquiri down the oh, Mulligar house. Fuck yeah, Jesus. Delicious. Christ I got brain freeze I couldn't I was like oh you're like uh, oh Panty Bar does a great strawberry daiquiri if you're ever in Panty Bar oh God, they I do a great strawberry, strawberry daiquiri now. fucking love it thank you so much for your question Naomi apologies for calling writing it like I couldn't understand it. Chrissy Slane said how do you manage to find the time to do the podcast between all three of you working full time jobs uh, we try our best all we can do is try our best it we, can be difficult especially the last couple of weeks because shit has been going on Sarah was away I was away Colin was away I got sick so you know I think things do happen where you're like shit that's come up and we and we always try our best to get the episode out when we say to you guys we were not going to have an episode that's after us being like how the fuck can we get an episode out it's also after us like in some cases recording an episode but we just can't get to edit we it we can't get to edit it on time um, or um, sometimes what ends up happening is we record it on a Tuesday night and Colin edits all Tuesday and yeah. put it out and went on yeah. Tuesday night uh, and then puts it out he's up at like 6 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday yeah, editing it to, like, get it done, to get it done before he goes to work yeah um, I t- recently in particular I, I know I've said it but like I've just really struggled with like yeah what work and the balance yeah. of it yeah. it can be really stressful it can be hard yeah and then I feel bad because I'm saying to Lily I'm not here tonight I'm going to yeah. do the podcast or on a Sunday I'm going out to do the yeah. the MMI the drive um, but then it's your time like I love doing it yeah. and if I didn't do it I would lose my mind yeah and that's the thing it is it's a break for us and it's nice and it's fun man like I'm still having fun with this yeah I'm still having fun like I love sitting here chatting to you I love chatting to Colin I love doing the Patreon I love interacting with all the people yeah so for now I'm having the best time it can be hard and then I have this immense guilt when we can't get an episode up and I'm like online going I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and nobody is ever rude about it people are like that's great don't worry about it feel better or if you have to do that thing go do that thing like people are really understanding but I am a fan of podcasts as well so I am a fan of podcasts and sometimes when they don't do an episode I'm like oh I'm never like for fuck's sake but I do do that thing where I'm like when I go check and it's not up and I'm like oh like now I'm a fan of podcasts I'm not going to name any names but I don't like when people regurgitate you and make me like listen to a fucking live episode rather than a fucking episode <laughs> I know there is like, stuff like that when I'm yeah. consuming something yeah. to be like just like say I don't have time to do it that's the thing I think there's a but a lot of the time I think the bigger podcasts they have to get content out because they have ad people who are like yeah that's where's cool the then, like, ad, where's that's the fine yeah. but just like be like we had to get the, like be honest be honest about it be I like, think that's we the actually thing. didn't have the time to do yeah. anything we're really sorry but don't do that like 18 or 27 or 47 or 57 no. times in a row no. and that's the thing we, we, we try to be honest like the other day I put up a video being like hello I'm really sick I'm sorry we're not going to get an episode out because I don't want to be saying lying to people either because I know people you know what it is as well in my brain I know you're, you might be slightly the same uh, I go nobody likes this that's fine. Yeah. So that's the way my brain works. I'm like, nobody cares no, about this. I don't do that. I do. I, do. I, I, I get indignant. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, because on Instagram, people are so fucking nice about it. They're like, don't worry about it. It's grand. Yeah, there are people. Like, and they're people always are so like, sound. It's like, it's a free podcast. Like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. And I... it is a free podcast. That's fine. But there is that little thing where you're like, oh man, this is my, this is the thing in my week. Yeah. And so I get that because yeah. I will do that with podcasts. Like, podcast I subscribe to podcasts and every now and again I'll go and check and I'll refresh and I'm like oh mm. do you know what I mean it's a little bit that little bit of disappointment and then I have to remember that people feel that about us weirdly five people it's very difficult for my brain to comprehend that so it can be hard but we're trying our best and we'll always be honest if we can't get something up we'll always be honest with you and tell you listen shit has hit the fan Emma punched Sarah in the teeth 
<gasps> it all went to hell. Uh, so thank you very much for your question, Christy Slane. Stephen Mulvaney. What was the man Stephen Mulvaney said? Do you know where my Dead Sea CD is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Colin has it in his room, Stephen. We'll try and find it for you, don't worry. It's Dead Sea. It's Dead Sea CD. Dead Sea, oh, I okay. got the key to Gramercy Park. Park. Yeah, I got the key to Gramercy Park. Park. Uh, so Stephen will find your Dead Sea CD, don't worry. Neve Brogan said, what's the piece, Bepetepe? what's the best piece? Sarah, do you want to ask some of these questions? Jesus Christ, I'm reading them all. I'm sorry, it's up there. What's it? I didn't even think. It's this Neve Brogan. What's the best piece of advice lesson you've ever learned from your co-host? Oh, oh I have one. Oh. Um, to stop being such a fucking pushover. Why is he banging on that door? Keep banging on the walls. Keep banging, banging on, on the walls. walls. Uh, to stop being a pushover. Stop being a walkover and a pushover and to learn to stand up for myself. I was very different when we first met. Yeah, you are. I was literally just like, shut up, say nothing, it's fine. La, 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 la. You know, and Sarah would be like, uh, that's not right and that shouldn't be happening and you need to say that that's not right and it yeah, shouldn't right, be happening. One. Yeah, so there is a level of kind of confidence that Sarah taught me in myself to be more, uh, to stand up for myself more and just be like, no that's not right that can't happen like you know I, I I always I said this to you last week like there are times where I'm like I have this thing in my brain where I'm like be like Yvonne be like Sarah mm. when I'm in certain situations you're the two people that I'm like right the situation warrants Yvonne so be like Yvonne's my sister be like Yvonne and then this situation warrants Sarah so be like Sarah mm. and I had to I learned from Sarah that standing up for, me, for yourself and telling people that this isn't okay does not mean that somebody's going to dislike you. Yeah. Because I'm a people pleaser through and through. So it doesn't mean that people are going to dislike you. And most times it will mean someone will respect your decision. Mm. So that's something, and that's really important in my life because I didn't have that before. That did not exist for me before. I was just like a pushover, a little walkover. Like, um, so that has helped me like in my everyday life, you know, with things that come up where I'm like, right, be like, Think like Sarah. Well, especially when I ring somebody and they're not helping me. And I'm Aww. like, be like Sarah. I just threatened them. I'm going to burn her head down. <laughs> no, but that is a massive thing, I think. Um, there was something else as well I was just thinking about there when I was talking and it's getting out of my brain. I can't remember. What was it? There was something else. I'll try and remember it. Mine for me, honestly, it's probably one of the most or not the most important is to like be responsible. I was really irresponsible <laughs> when we met. I was. Still irresponsible, No, but dude. I, like, yeah, but like, we're not like by any, and I was never, like, you were way more responsible than me. You were may, way more adult than me. <laughs> and that's I saying had, a lot because I am not an adult. Yeah, but like, I was like super juvenile, yeah. like about like being an adult. Yeah. About like being responsible for my shit. Yeah. And yeah I think like you were like the biggest contributor to me being like oh <laughs> like you'd be like well no like you have to do that or like don't be so ridiculous like that's yeah. part of your life or like you have to pay that bill or like why did you do that or I know you've got <laughs> I know you've got this and I'd be like okay um that and then like owning like my nonsense yeah well, you taught me that oh that was my one too for you that was my one too for you. Yeah, like I'd How be is, like... That's a, the two of us didn't even realise we're doing that to each um, other, I think. Like being like, you'd be like, well, that's not very fair. Or like if I'd say something mean about like even Graham, you'd be like, well, no, hang on. <laughs> like, and there are moments where I'm like, literally like, we well, should have let me fuck, fuck up and let me bitch you. Um, but you don't do that thing where you're like, oh no, they're amazing. And you should give them no, a bit no, of it. No. You're like, no, well, hang on. That's not really a fair representation or like, that's fair, but that's not fair. And you can't say that all the time. Like, I think... And I know I say this and I don't want to get upset because I actually will. Cause you're no, like, don't get upset. Not upset, but like just emotional in a happy way. But you are 
like I love my husband I and he it. is deeply important to me I know but you are the great love of my oh, life oh don't say that no you are Graham listens to this no but like Graham is like the great male love of my life and I enjoy having sex with him he's the great penis of your life yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know um, he's the great like he's like there's and but Graham's terrible at like telling me no like Graham doesn't like make me like he doesn't challenge me when I'm like when I've done a terrible thing oh he'll okay. always like he'll protect me sometimes to a fault sometimes yeah. he I need somebody that goes hey that's fucking shitty don't do that like don't do that don't why do did that. you do that or not even like that shitty they'd be like why would why did you do that yeah you know like you'd never like be like well, that's terrible and you're an arsehole no but you'd be like okay like why why did you do yeah, that yeah, like yeah. you know that way before you I would just do whatever I wanted <laughs> and I would like li- and I would literally be like a, a teen like a stubborn teenager yeah. I'd be like uh, what the fuck is it like what's it to you yeah but I think that for me as well with you I find like it's literally exactly what you said especially when it comes to things that I do to myself yeah you will call me you'll be like why are you doing that you don't need to do that stop doing that like you will do that to me no there are times where I definitely I know that you're like those little children's voices terrified me um, in particular bef- just before your last boyfriend yes you were going through like a really terrible mental health time mm-hmm. and I never I knew you were going through it but I just didn't know what way to talk to you about it I know, and I remember yeah. being like it's probably the only time in our relationship where for a period of time I was just super defensive yeah. of you. Yeah. So no matter like, and but it was more like, I knew that you were going through that, but I knew also what was happening in yeah. your relationship. Yeah. And I knew that you just did not know what like to what to do. And I knew, so I was like, it doesn't, re- like if I start going to her, if I'm then the, the last person she needs to be like, like get your shit together, Emma. Yeah. But the, there but there are times where I need that. Yeah. But know, that, that way. it's that thing of like, I remember like my dad being I remember I told you this my dad being like saying something about like an outfit that you were wearing and he was like and I was like Steve Jobs wears the same outfit every day (laughs) and he was actually just like is Emma okay and I literally (laughs) were like well Steve Jobs and I was like "Uh, Mark Zuckerberg wears the same outfit every day like geniuses do that and he was like geniuses and cartoon characters yeah and he was like uh, and he could tell by me I was like I'll, I'll hear, no, I'll 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 hear fight. none of it I'm gonna fight I will fight you about this woman no but I think it is that thing where you having a friend that kind of keeps you honest with yourself yeah is really really important but like, that comes with like that comes with like difficult course, moments of course and it comes with like being like where I have to leave and I have to think about like why that person said to me but also I think and I think why that happens is I'll say it again but you are like literally my family that I've chosen yeah and I don't ever want to not have you in yeah, my life same so whatever you tell me is like this is a problem yeah I will like figure out a way to fix that because I don't want to not be your friend that's the thing and it's like I think as well like I love my family but you know I don't live really near my family mm. so I've created like a little bubble for myself yeah. with the people that I want in my life and it's very curated because I don't have a lot of friends I don't but there's people that I am friends with that I'm like they're my friends on that and mm. that's it and having being friends with people like me and you where there is people that are like right well listen yeah because I have friends where I don't do that no, no, I don't no, fuck what you do do whatever you want we're yeah. just having the crack having the laugh yeah. like you and him I'm like blah 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 yeah, yeah. And he's like that with me and you're like that with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, you're like the, Colin's mama times. I am like Colin's mama times. Like, not, you know he lied the other night said when he said he was getting a taxi. Yeah, I knew that and I just let him on the bus and you know yeah. what he did? Oh. Puked all over himself. God! He said he was like this on the bus. 
I was like, I was very quiet. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoever had to clean that bus. Um, I knew that chap. I know we've completely gone off topic. Sorry. His name is. Uh, Thank you so much, Neve. That was such a beautiful question. Thank you, Neve. That's a lovely um, question. But uh, when he was in the pub during the night, he he started to do this thing where he was like, I have a terrible cough. He was trying not to throw up. Oh, Colin! <laughs> like, I didn't even know what he said. The motherfucker's going to throw up down the stairs. <laughs> and then you were like, I'm going with him. And I was like, No, you're not, because no. you're going to have to pay. Because you would have put him in a taxi. And he would have sold the taxi for 150 like, fucking yeah. euros. I was like, No, he's grand. He's going to text my I came in and I was like, taking all my makeup and stuff. And I was like, I took off f- all my makeup too. I was like, Oh, I, t- I ripped that shit off my face. Yeah. I was like, Get it off me. Uh, he was, I was like, Where the fuck is he? Because I thought he was going to be in his bedroom. And then I just heard him coming in. And he's like, I'm going to sing all over myself on the bus. Did he come in after you? Yes, after me. We were in the pub for about an hour after he left. We got a taxi home, and he walked in after me. Oh my god! Yeah, puked all over his lovely shirt. (laughs) Poor Collie. He looked like a Garth Brooks uh, fan. (laughs) He did. Uh, Tell Telly Patterson. Yeah. What's your favorite guilty pleasure movie? Mine's the proposal. I love that. Which I was the proposal? Movie. I don't think I know that it's one. It's the one with Sandra Bullock and Ryan. That's fucking hilarious. Reynolds. That movie is hilarious. Uh, I know what mine is. Go. Uh, just friends. Just Ryan friends. Reynolds and Anna Faris. That movie is so funny. That movie, man. That's way. That movie and Evil Woman. They're my two. Evil Woman. They're so good. They're the movies you listen, you watch, and you're like, I feel amazing about life, and I'm really enjoying. Yeah, it. I love so that they're movie. They're my two. They're, I know off the top of my head which two are mine. What are yours? Graham will be able to tell you straight away but I watch loads of movies over and over again you do uh, you love a shitey movie yeah but that's because I had a terrible traumatic childhood yeah and you're like and I, like I need same. perfection no it's not I need perfection I need to know what's going to happen mm. like I can't be like like lately because I've been really struggling with work mm. and I've been really stressed out I'm just watching like really easy things yeah and that's when I know like my mental health's in the toilet I know mine's bad when I turn around put my uh, Parks and Recreation on my phone as I sleep yeah yeah that's how I know I'm like yeah. I need that noise in the back of my head um, I think like Evil Woman would be definitely one of yours Evil, uh, yeah but that one's difficult to guess so I don't watch it that often um, I'm gonna, I'll go into I think uh, Clueless Clueless great movie uh, The Blind Side for some reason with Sandra Bullock oh my god that movie kills me I would watch that movie I whenever, ball the first time I watched that movie whenever it's on Graham comes down he's like you watching it again I'm like yeah it's so sad I think a league of their own, but in a league of their own is not like yeah. In a league of their own is like not like a guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. It's not like a schmaltzy kind of you know thing. Um, but that movie's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I will watch Step Brothers at least two times a year. Uh, do you know something? Step Brothers is the funniest fucking thing on the planet, and the critics <laughs> hated it. Like that thing that got annihilated by critics. It makes me cry laughing. I quote Step Brothers at least 17 times a week Step Brothers was on the television when I was home the last time when my sister was in the house and my mum was there and that scene where they make him lick the dog poo <laughs> my mother was hard she went Jesus Christ turn that off but I was like it's hilarious Kathy I did name was like someone was saying something and, and uh, I wasn't paying attention to who had walked in yeah. and they were like sitting like at the other side of my monitor but I couldn't see them yeah. and then they just stuck their head out and I was like hello, hello Miss lady. lady and I said it and they were like what's that from and I was like <laughs> Step Brothers, Brothers. Um, Jaws. It's not a good pleasure, but that's not my number one movie. Yeah, that's and I would watch Jaws constantly. (laughs) (laughs) I love those movies though that you know when you put on, you're going to be like, (sighs) yeah, big for me. Even though I understand how deeply problematic (laughs) big is, I am fully aware of how problematic big is. It's terribly, Um, desperately problematic. But when I tell you, it's a fucking great film. Any of the Indiana Jones, yeah. 
Um, Tom Hanks movies for me, so like Money Pit, love Money Pit. Uh, the Burbs, masterpiece. I hate movie. the Burbs. What? Yeah. Oh man. When I was a kid, those types of things terrified me. I can get that. That is, it's quite scary. Yeah. Like the family are creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like it is, but I fucking love the Burbs. Anything from Tom Hanks. And when Tom Hanks did those spatial movies in like the late eighties, early nineties, I just will watch them continuously. Um. Yeah. So I've got tons of guilty pleasure movies. Tons of guilty pleasure shows. Yeah. But like, I will watch. I love a rom com. You do. Love like, a I love. I watched like only recently. I watched the proposal again. What's I watched another, that what's movie. Rom com. Uh, Never being kissed. Drew Barrymore. Great movie. Yeah, but super problematic again. Super problematic. And they're on the like. You think that should be made now? On the carousel, and he's like, he's like, hey, I love you, child. Yeah, and she's like, you should. You have to say it next time you're. Uh, you're my student. student yeah. And she, he's like No I shouldn't say that Because you're my student Ew Ew like, Show your penis And then when you were, when you were younger You were like Yeah Yes That guy's a babe And now I'm like um, uh, No this should not be happening This man is a predator Yeah I Like when I was a kid I loved all those movies Like you know that um, Oh 10 Things I Hate About You Great movie uh, Princess Diaries Great movie I watch the Princess Diaries you All the time Princess Diaries, I yeah. love the Princess Diaries And I love Paolo <coughs> Forgive me, Paolo. <laughs> Forgive me, Queen. Paolo, he is... He's a great actor, um, I think. That guy's hilarious and he's in 10 Things I Hate About You I as well. I love all those movies that are like... Oh, man, like... I'm going to say Tom Hanks movie again, but... Um, on. Turner and Hooch. <gasps> I watch Turner and Hooch every day. I uh, fucking Inner Space. Love Inner Space. Inner Space freaks me out because it's the first movie where I understood death. Graham gets so that's really the, like, annoyed. movie that really freaks uh, me out. Whenever the, you know, the guy that's in Star Trek that was in Inner Space... Which guy? The guy that like he turns into in the mirror. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So whenever he's in anything, I go to Graham. It's the guy from Inner Space he turned into. Like, shut up. Inner Space is a great movie. Um, yeah, they're all mine anyway. Definitely. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I have so many guilty pleasure movies. But like my go-to, one hundred percent, Blindside, Clueless, Proposal, uh. Like the pro Betty that scene with Betty White and the proposal it's is so funny. fucking funny. It's to so the balls, funny. to the wall. Um <laughs> and there's so many of those movies that people kind of dismiss because it's almost seen once again. You know, I'm not gonna get into it. I was gonna start talking about misogyny. Anyway, there are our favourite movies. Uh you can tell uh by the way she drink a soda pop. <laughs> it's one of the best lines. You can tell a lot about the lady by the way she drink a soda pop. Um but yeah, um, that was a great question. I like that yeah, question. Thank you for that question. That's Danny. a good question. Um, Savannah McKenzie what a great name great names if you it just is similar to the very first one if you could pick anything other than podcasting what would it be and why would you not be like a journalist or something music journalist that was always like my number one kind of thing that I wanted to be was always a music journalist Emma has a master's in journalism and I wanted to work in initially I was like oh Rolling Stone no, I don't work for Rolling Stone. Uh, and then I was like oh I'd love to work for Hot Press and I'm like I don't work for Hot Press what about the New Yorker um, although so, everybody's freelance now yeah everybody's no... freelance that's the thing like it's no kind of set most shit is freelance but yeah I think um yeah music journalist but music journalists are getting like eviscerated nowadays because all the little fans on twitter are like unless you give their faves album 10 out of 10 they're finding where your mother lives yeah and threatening her so i don't know if i'd want to do that like honestly i'm not even joking they are fucking insane mm. Nicki minaj fans are insane insane well Nicki minaj has questionable morals yeah it, so. and they're like justifying everything Nicki minaj does i'm like Nicki minaj married a rapist, a rapist. knowing he was a rapist yeah. so that tells me everything i need to know about her but like yeah like there's a really f- quite famous guy on tiktok that's a um 
a music journalist and he does reviews of albums and obviously people are like we don't need critics we don't need blah 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 I'm like you do because that's why art is there yeah art is there to be how you experience art is fine but there are people who are paid to experience it and their job is valid but like he gave Drake's album a bad review Drake's and, album shit and Drake like DM'd him and had a go with him I'm like sir you are a billionaire a billionaire get the fuck off the internet honest to god if I had that type of money do you think I'd be sitting on Twitter or Instagram I'm like no open your eyes I'm doing body shots off this supermodel and I'm moving on with it because that's what they're all doing like it's just so so strange to me that he DM'd this guy on Instagram to be like hey about my album and the guy just left him on red and was like I'm not responding to this but you know what? what's not strange about that what that like they're famous and do what they do because they're narcissists yeah narcissists so like the so they want people everybody inability to like, to understand yeah. that some people will not, not like, like what your you albums. do yeah like someone could walk up to me on the street and be like I hate your podcast and I'd be like alright cool there's no need to tell me there's, I don't want to know first of all that's fine but like if we were being critically you know if someone were a review of our thing and they there's reddits about us yeah. I don't give a shit and I'm not looking at that I don't look at any of that because I don't want to see it and that's the thing if you produce art and put it out there put it out there that's awesome but also understand that there are going to be people who are paid to write reviews of your product it's like any product it's like people who write Amazon reviews it's a product. You are there, putting a product uh, out there. There's a song by Drake and uh, there is 37 seconds of this. Beep. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Beep. Like I don't get... Oh, so, listen, I'm going to lie. I don't get Drake. That's not my thing. But uh, yeah, music journalists, once they don't dox my family. What's yours? <sighs> a comedian. Oh, that's a cool one. Like a writer for SNL. <gasps> that's an amazing one. That's uh, very, very cool. I like that. I like that answer. I have no talent. Like, I can't do that. But yeah, like... but of course you can do it. Do you see the amount of fucking shit that's on SNL? Get in there and fix that shit. Yeah, I really like being funny. Um... It's really important to me that people think I'm funny. <laughs> but yeah, I think something like that would be very, very cool, actually. Um... I always think it'd be cool to work for SNL. And then I listen to podcasts where people talk about working for SNL. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm okay. You know, you can't like... That's like, you think they don't have a life. They don't have a life. No, that's the true your life. Yeah, and like you have, like I remember listening to, uh, who was on it? Tina Fey? No. Nope. Uh, what's that girl's name? That does Marcel. Marcel the Shell, she was on. Jenny Slate. Yeah. And she was on Mark Marin. And uh, he was asking her like, what was life like in SNL? And she was like, she's like, you don't even know she was like you don't have a life she was like the people that you work with become your life like she was like you don't really have friends you just have the people that you work with she was like you could be working you could get up at like 6am on a Tuesday and you would not leave that office until like 12 o'clock on a Thursday she's like people sleep on their in the, on their couches in their office she's like it's non-stop it's so intense um, so I just when I hear her talking about it and she's like I, she loved what she did but at the same time she was like it's not there has to be more to this Like, and that's why most people leave because they're like I can't. I can't keep doing this. Mm. You're burned out. Like yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a very cool. I liked your answer. Uh, Tally Patterson again. Hey, tell it. Uh, on the other hard hitting and no, hang on. Yeah. On oh, and another hard hitting and important question: What food item would you describe the other as? Oh. Do you know what? Actually, this is, when we got out of the car today, uh, when Graham and Lily dropped us off, uh, Lily's turned into like a little granny. Uh, Graham said that Lily went, look at those two. Whenever I see them, they remind me of ketchup and mustard. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, what food, food item do you remind me of? I've never thought about this. I so have none. never thought about this. But if I think about it now. I feel like Italian food for you. Oh, I like, feel like a lasagna. 
Like a, a sumptuous, creamy. Like a like a cheesy lasagna. Yeah. I don't, but I think that's because you make a really good lasagna and I think I'm. that's why I'm doing that. When I think of you, I just think of a burger. Like, yeah, I know I if I get a burger, like, chicken man. wings or a burger, Emma is Burger, baby. What, what's, um, what's Colin? Oh, no, she with a hot dog in yeah, it. Yeah, Colin is something that makes no sense. Something that makes no sense. Colin is like a fucking... You no know sense. those people who... A fucking ice cream float. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it's been left out in the sun for a day. Yeah. Something, <laughs> poor Colin. Colin, like, what are you messing with? <laughs> Colin's something that's like... This makes no sense, but it's delicious. It's delicious. Like when you dip a chip in a... In a yeah. In a, yes. Yes. When you dip a chip in a ice milkshake. Ice cream sundae. Or, or an ice cream sundae. That's Colin. Yeah. Because it's just nonsense. But it's great. Yes. We love you, Colin. Um, I think that's... Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I like that one as well. These are great questions. Ellie Petty, if you weren't all such slaves to the D, who, <laughs> who would be your lesbian lover and why? <laughs> slaves to the D, baby. Who would be your lesbian lover? Uh, I have a couple, I think. Um, Julian Anderson. Not for me. Definitely. Um, I like... Who else do I think is very attractive? Uh, Michelle Yeoh. I think is beautiful. Karen O from Yeah Yeah Yeahs. <gasps> yeah. Definitely. Um, Mama Cass. Just because I love her clothes so much. And who else? I have a lot of these. Maybe I am a lesbian. Um, I just love fashionable women. So I, I get that's where my attraction is when like people are dressed really well and they look really cool. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Susie Sue as well, I think. They're mine. They're good ones. Mm, they're mine. They are mine. Uh, yeah. Nigella Lawson. Stunning. Stunning. She'd make me a lovely meal after giving me the ride. Yeah. Uh, so oh, Nigella so Lawson. Because she's so incredibly smart. She's so sexy as and well. Like. so fucking sexy ridiculously like I understand why men watch that show uh, if I was a man I would absolutely just watch Nigella Lawson yeah. Um, Mikko yeah so Nigella Lawson um, there's loads of women in my life that I've been like mm. they're very beautiful um, Angelica Houston yes definitely like I had 100% sit on her face give her one uh, uh, oh, uh, Shelley Duval for me as well. Back in like the um, Popeye days. Uh, the lead singer of Grooves in Hell. Oh, Lady Miss Kerr. <gasps> Obsessed. I got told I looked like Lady Miss Kerr in New York when I we got went told to. I looked like her during the night yeah, when we were out. When we got when we went to see Bikini Kill, two girls outside Bikini Kill were like, "You look exactly like Lady Miss Kerr," and I was like, "I don't, but thank you very much because yeah, I will take I that as a massive compliment." Did. Yeah. Um, animatronic from. Oh, she's so beautiful from Sister Sisters. Yeah. Um, I'm going down a redhead now, like road. Um, what's the lady from Mad Men? Oh, Christina Hendricks. Jesus Christ. She is. Uh, somebody drew her and then put her to real yeah. life. Like fucking hell, she is astoundingly beautiful. Astounding. That woman. Good lord. Um, beautiful lady. Beautiful lady. The twins. Who? From Prince. Oh, the Revolution. Prince of the Revolution. Those two girls. Colin knows her name. I don't know their name. I, I was, yeah, just absolutely like, rides. Yeah, rides. Um, I can't think of anybody else. They're all mine for the moment, but there's loads. But like ones where I was genuinely like, 
Uh, I might be gay. I might be a lady. A lady um, Are definitely like animatronic from the. I remember being oh, like obsessed so with her. So beautiful. And just constantly looking at pictures yeah, of her. She's so stunning. Um, she still is as well. She's so beautiful. She's really good friends with Vader. You know Vader? Yeah. yeah, she's really good friends with Vader. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for your question, Ellie. Great name. Eleanor Foxall said, Tell me, just tell me what to do with my life, Eleanor. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing with my own life. I think you should just listen to what we said at the very beginning and said like like just do something that like honestly doesn't make you fucking miserable yeah like, and I know it's easy to say that because you know there people are like find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life horseshit horseshit absolute fucking horseshit I bet you now and I know they have a lot of money but Bill Gates gets up some days of the week and goes I don't want to do this yeah 100% like I don't want to be this person. Yeah. I don't want to be this name. I don't want to do it's this shit. Matter, like, it don't, honestly, it doesn't matter what you're doing. There will always be moments. There's days where I wake up and I'm like, I have to go do the podcast tonight and I would rather eat my I'd own I'd rather shite. just die on, a, on, um, a, on the road. Like, like Eleanor, well, you're listening to totally this. it's totally normal to feel that way. Yeah. This bullshit of like, you got to be grinding all day, yeah. every day. I think a lot of this is influencer culture yeah. and you need to stop listening to these people because. Drop all that shit off your Instagram. Yeah. They are being paid to tell you this bullshit. Just stop. They're being t- paid 10 grand by some fucking fitness and well-being bullshit to tell you that if you just go to the gym your life will be so much better no just Eleanor you know what you'll do right now go get some ice cream get some ice cream sprinkle a flake on top yeah maybe a biscoff biscuit sprinkle that on top a little bit of like uh, sauce eat that there you go do some creative eat the ice cream and eat the ice cream that's what you gotta and do and like stop putting so much pressure on yourself to be good yeah. at anything there's this pressure like but I think I've been I was feeling it a while ago this like pressure to be you know a specific thing or do more and now I'm like I don't care yeah the thing I of just like, don't care I just want to have it all yeah and now I'm like I just fucking don't care man like, but Eleanor I hope, we hope you're okay and you're not too stressed out eat some ice cream Sorka Byrne said you three are on death row what would your last meal song and fuck be Colin Ooh. said meal curry pie now I need to make something clear when Colin says a curry pie he means a coca noodle <laughs> just, just it's, I don't even know why he calls that song is the gates of delirium by yes because it's 22 minutes long and I'd live longer and his last fuck is the person who had the keys to the jail cell so I could steal the keys escape and live forever ha 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 <laughs> that's Colin's answer what would be your last meal Sarah so we talked about this before I'm trying to think of a meal that I like absolutely loved every second of. Or it could have been a meal you had, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've had so many great meals in my life. Probably like a really fucking delicious chicken pot pie with tons of flaky puff pastry. Ooh, not a curry pie, as Colin said. No, no, no. A chicken. Like a pot, a chicken pot pie with like a really good stock and leeks and bacon. Like a chicken, bacon and leek pie. Oh, yum. And then a really creamy and buttery mashed potatoes. Lovely. That would be like my last Delicious meal. Delicious meal. And that's, that's a good meal, I that think. That is a good meal. And you just feel lovely. And then you'd be tired, right? So like you'd be like, oh, a little bit sleepy after all those carbohydrates. I'm going to die now. Um, and then my song that I'd listen to to be my last song I've ever heard there's certain songs that there's like a bit in a song that always gets me so um 
What's that? You know that Elton song, Elton John song? I packed my bags last night. Oh, um. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. To what's the name of that down. song? The fuck is the name of that song? People are screaming at us. Oh, I can't even think my brain is shut down. No, 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 no. What day is it? I'm a ragged man. Well, I think I'll Yeah. <laughs> ragged man. That's your last song? Um, because of one very specific bit. What? So one, I like singing it, as you can hear. And two, on the second chorus of that song, it changes tempo. It does. And it goes, boo doo doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that bit, whatever it is about my ADHD. You love it. Oh my god! Uh, when I hear on headphones, full whack, or uh, the police, I can't stand it for another day. Um, what can I do? Um, they're my two, and is that it? My last fuck. Yeah. Oh, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac. At present would absolutely get it. Yeah. I'd like him to bend me over and, <laughs> <laughs> and show me what time before the chicken pie. Before, okay, so before like, the chicken pie. I'd like that Elton John song to be playing Af- on repeat while you have sex with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, po- pre the chicken pie, and then afterwards we'd stop. I'd say thanks very much. That was lovely. Fuck off. Um, Sling your hook. I really enjoyed the fact that you went down on me for twenty-seven minutes. Good <laughs> <laughs> man, Oscar. Uh, thanks very much. Have a great day. And enjoy the rest of your life. <laughs> um, and then I'd have chicken pot pie, mashed potatoes, buttery like mash, and a glass of milk. Oh, delicious. Choking milk. Delicious. <laughs> anyway, that's the curation of the last day of my life. I like it. I like yours and I like Colin's. What's as well. yours? Uh, so, meal, I know exactly what my meal is, and it's going to be weird and it's not going to make sense. But when I was younger, I went to my friend Kerry's house. And this is ridiculous. We were watching a movie and her mum made fresh cut chips. Yes. Chunky fresh cut chips. And she made us a, <laughs> um, what you call that thing? Uh, what are those pizzas called? A Goodfellas. A Goodfellas pepperoni pizza. And she put salt and vinegar on the chips. And we had that with a glass of Coke and ice. And honestly... Sometimes when I am sad, that is the meal that I want. I'm like, I want fresh cut chips and a Goodfellas pizza, pepperoni pizza. Good, and a thick base Goodfellas. Thick base yeah. Goodfellas pizza. Yeah, yeah. And she I get that. salt and vinegar and ketchup on the side. And that was like one of my favourite. Whenever I'm like, if I'm not feeling great, I'll go over to the shop and get a Goodfellas pizza and put that on because it's like my first. That's my meal. My song is Undone by Weezer, which is one of my favourite songs of all time. And my last song is myself. Really? Yep. There be nobody involved? No. Stay away from me. <laughs> touch me yeah no be myself I, I, I would just masturbate hmm? masturbate so that's that I think that's all the questions yeah it's nothing better than a good old masturbation good old wank lads have a wank uh, so what's you know Eleanor your body moves. Eleanor is that your name have a wank she asked what she's going to do in her life oh yeah Eleanor get yourself a good sex toy have you don't a, have a good get sex get a vibrator toy. buy some ice cream away you go Get yourself a really good Thank you so much to everybody. And Those have a questions really nice are so bath. Good. Have a lovely bath. And change your bed sheets and then have a wink. And I'll put on some fresh underwear. Fucking amazing. Don't wear a bra to bed. Get into bed in the fresh sheets with your underwear, your fresh, nice underwear on. Yeah. There you go, Eleanor, we've solved it. 
Uh, but thank you to everybody for your questions. They were actually really good questions. Stephen, I will try and find your dead CCD. Fuck off, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> um, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think that's everything. I don't have anything. Do you have anything else to add to the conversation? Uh, no, just thanks very much. They were really good questions. Yeah, it was a fun doing. We that. did, and I missed I missed doing this. So I'm glad we're glad we're back, and we'll be back next week with a story. I have a story done, so we'll do that. And uh, back to normal, back to this regular schedule. Um, and we all hope hope you're all okay. Look after yourselves. Have a good fellas. Um, do you know thing? What was I going to say? Everybody have a really nice week, and everybody, yes. thank you so much for all the support about yes, the podcast. Yes, man. Award. Like seriously, you've no we idea. We love you so much, and it we was so nice. It. And Stephen, thanks very much for making that hilarious Father Ted picture because it made me fucking laugh so much. I was in much. tears laughing at it. Um, You're only the second best podcast in the world. Um, so thank you, Stephen. Yes. So if you can join the Patreon and look at the vlog, and we'll be back next week for more fun and frolics and times. Um, so I'm going to get Colin. Sarah Jane lives in a house with a daughter, Lily, and her husband, Graham. He's the guy who won't downvote their second name. Cause the second name, if I get us caught up in the middle of a gangland killing spree, yeah, now I dig this Emma man. Lives in a flat with a gay car, calling in a couple of cows. Got a closet full of very nice dresses and a hundred hats. Make a plan, gonna sing a silly song, push a card, talk for a 